What's going on? What's going on? Another wonderful podcast of English and Coffee. Yeah, I'm just sitting here in this parking lot of Food Lion feeling like these days podcasts got to be like really in a discreet location so you don't come in contact with people. It's a little strange. Just been kind of doing my own version of social distancing, um, trying to not be around too many people. I mean, at work I'm around people, but I'm at work. So it's like you almost have the, you know, the, the false, you know, protection of being at work so you're protected from things, but... When you have to go out here on your own and make your own decisions to uh, whether you want to be around people or not, it's just like you kind of just stay away from them. You know, it's weird. Meanwhile, you got people all over the place. There was a big accident um, that I saw on the way over here. It's probably like seven cops in the middle of the street, seven cop cars, and probably, I don't know, eight cops between all of them walking around, sweeping up um, rubbish and debris from the car crash car on the street, people on the side of the road, so it was a big accident in a major intersection, and this is not the time for it, it's like, yeah, you can have your accidents, but, I mean, during these times, this is not the time for it, because, I mean, there's nobody that can, can help you, because people are supposed to be, you know, segregating, so to speak, you know, keeping their social distancing, but what's strange about it is, uh, as I'm recording this and speaking right now, I'm in a parking lot, this big, huge parking lot, with all this space, and for some reason, people had to park next to me, so which is very odd. But I mean, this is what what happens when you try to observe um, the social distancing and keep your own space from other people. People just kind of crowd around you. But this is what we're dealing with. I mean, right now you wouldn't you wouldn't think that um, anything was going on in the world um, in my city because people are all over the place. So hopefully nobody has anything because. Uh, if they do, uh, probably half of Greenville will catch it. But this is the intro, and uh, let's get into it. So I'm working with the McDonald's again. I figured this is going to be my my coffee. Coffee for the duration of this whole apocalyptic event uh, we have going on here. I guess good till the last drop, they say, right? Or was that Maxwell's slogan? I don't know it was somebody's, but it seems appropriate. Just because um, it's getting a little, little weird, a little strange out here as people are um, uh, gathering and just stacking on top of others like Legos. It's like normally you wouldn't be bothered by this many people around. I mean, I think something like this could give people social anxiety. You know, this kind of um, closeness, I mean, with the whole media, you know, that's why you got to stay out of the news. You know, like I said, I don't watch my news here in the States, but I mean, I get my news, you know, from the internet, but I'm still getting, I'm still getting the same messages everyone else is getting about all the stuff going on in the world, all the, um, you know, the death and the bodies, um, people second guessing things, but it's weird because like I said, during the day, during the day, Monday through Friday, I get up, get my stuff, go to work, go into people's houses, picking them up, have people in my car, you know, we're riding in the car, I mean, you only have a little what, not even a foot-long console between you and other people, but then, you know, when I'm out here on my own, you know, I'm just like, uh, could have went fishing today, decided not to go, just because they want to be bothered with people, so it's like, if you're already an introvert, you have more of a reason to not deal with people, you know, and then when you see uh, people out here trying to um, be seen and and do different things, it just makes it uh, a little weird, it's like, um, you know, focus on what's important, you know, like surviving, breathing, you know, spending time with family. If you go see anyone, I mean, you go see your family. 
I mean, you don't you don't go out and try to pick up girls. You don't go out and try to you know pick up guys and be seen. They got these little car washing things, you know, driving around. These people, you know, who do your auto detailing, they'll bring it to you, bring it to your job, bring it to your house. But I'm like, who's worried about getting their car washed right now? Like, this isn't even what it's about. Like, dirty car or not, I mean, you're rolling, you're rolling. Like, who cares? Nobody's like, look at the freaking rims, look at the freaking wheels. Nobody nobody cares about your freaking music tinted windows and your new chains and your new shirts and your new shoes. Nobody cares about all that right now. Like, people care about breathing. So I don't know how people are out here still spending money on just irrelevant stuff. But see, what what's going on is... Here in the States, they gave a stimulus check, right? A little measly $1,200, you know, $2,400 for couples. You know, to some people, that's a lot of money. Here, it, it really means nothing just because of the cost of living. Uh, so it'll float people, if they do it right, if they do it right, it could float somebody for maybe two months, three months, depending on the, three to four months, depending on the living situation. But here's the thing, what are people doing with it? They're buying stuff that they can't even use. They're out here buying new cars, they're out here buying clothes, they're out here buying, you know, material, you know, possession, materialistic possessions, buying, you know, 50-inch TV or, you know, PlayStation 4 and, and the game systems and, and, and all the freaking headphones and all these electronics. It's like, for what? You may not even be around to, like, enjoy it. Like, use what you have. Like, I mean, if this doesn't really give the world reality check on what's important and what people should focus their time on, then I don't know what will. I mean, it's it's weird. I managed to get out there and listen to that car. That's a truck, actually. But I managed to get out there earlier today and um, made a purchase myself. I got something. I bought something to eat. Went to a sandwich shop. You know, I just didn't feel like cooking. Last night I'd made, um, you know, fresh buns. Made hamburgers, french fries, you know, the whole nine. Enjoyed myself. It was a good time. But I said, today I didn't want to cook. So I said, I want a sandwich. And my preferred place to go is a Subsational. But Subsational, they don't have any of those around here. The last one I saw was in a place called Jacksonville, North Carolina. So I went to Jersey Mike's, which is a familiar brand here that people um, buy. And... I asked for a sandwich, capicola, ham, you know, prosciutto, whatever, a couple cheeses, you know, and some bacon. Very basic on rosemary bread, right? 20 freaking dollars. 20 freaking dollars. Now, if, it has, if that isn't price scalping, I don't know what is. Normally, I'd been in the mood to, you know, make my own sandwich, but I said, you know what? I don't feel like cooking today. I mean, it's been a long week. Just wanted to relax, enjoy myself. So I bought that. And then I went to the grocery store to buy some chips. Wanted to buy a bag of Doritos. One bag of Doritos cost about $5. So then they had, what, two, two for seven, which would be a deal. But I'm not going to spend that much on chips when you have other chips that are like $0.94, cent, dollar, $1.50. $1.50 is a good price for a bag of freaking chips, right? But I said, you know what, I'm not going to cheat myself because I bought this $20 sandwich. So I got a $20 sandwich. You can't eat a $1.50 bag of chips. with a twenty. If the sandwich alone is $20, there's no way a $1.50 bag of chips is going to compare. It's not even going to compete. So I went on and spent $7.50 on a bag of, eight. I think, 18-pack 18, 18 
of chips, assorted chips from Lay's. So we have, I had four kinds of Doritos, uh, well, four kinds of um, nacho cheese, three Cool Ranch Doritos, um, Fritos, you know, the whole mix, you know, a little bag they get, the little thing, like if you have kids and you put them in their lunchbox, you have a bag of chips, you don't have to buy seven different bags of chips, you just get these little mini bags. So I bought that and I bought this little bootleg soda, you know, $8 chips, $20 sandwich and a freaking 60 cent soda. I ate, I ate about three quarters of the sandwich. I said, I'm gonna call it a day. That's what I'm gonna call it a day. I ate it, took a nap, laid down just because I wasn't trying to, um, I mean, I couldn't go fishing. Uh, I could have went fishing, but where? I mean, there's people everywhere. So it's like I'm trying to avoid the people. Avoid the masses, you know, avoid the masses. Not be around too much of this uh, this nonsense out here. But it's it's a little difficult to do when everywhere you go there's people. Like I said, over there on the street near where I live, I mean, it's, the traffic is jacked up. I'm talking jacked all the way. I'm not even supposed to be where I'm at now recording this podcast. I had another location in mind, but due to somebody getting jammed in the middle of the road uh here i am so now i'm just kind of seeing a different angle of it i mean i thought about it i said you know after recording maybe i'll go in the store but i don't even think i'm going to store i just don't care to be around people it's enough seeing people but um it's just like too many people are here so i guess as they're uh loosening the the restrictions on the whole isolation thing i mean people are just losing their mind people are ready to get out people are ready to get back to what they they were doing, but the thing is, I mean, you're still going to have to make that adjustment. I mean, like you said, I mean, we we haven't, people like me, you know, we haven't had a break. We've been out here the whole while, so we haven't been able to just go home for three weeks and do nothing. You know, we're out here Monday through Friday or Saturday, Sunday, you know, people that work in hospitals, we're out here day in, day out. So we haven't had that good little break. So all these people that are going to come back, recharged, refreshed, going to be mixing with us and we're going to be fatigued so i mean all of us need like we're not getting hazard pay we're not getting none of that stuff but we're out here dealing with it it's crazy but i'm gonna take a short break real here real quick uh and we'll record one more section just because i think last time i don't know how long i meandered on and i think it was just probably a little long for some people so we'll we'll, we'll break this one right here and then we'll come back in and um share a few more thoughts and then we'll close it out All right, so back where was I? Yeah, so like I said, sitting out here, um, it's just something to see. I mean, when you watch how people are doing it here in the States, I mean, you realize why the numbers are so high, you know. You, you realize why the numbers are so high because, I mean, there is nothing going on right now that says quarantine, COVID-19, nothing. An interesting thing happened. Uh, one of the ladies I listen to on YouTube uh, here and there lately is a doctor in Spain, a uh, Russian doctor in Spain, and uh, she talks about, you know, the condition of the hospitals and stuff, and shares her own opinion about what's going on. She makes it known, this is my opinion, you know, this is what I'm dealing with, this is what my co-workers are telling me about the situation, and... Uh, the other day she released something and now she said she's sick, but she didn't say she had COVID-19. She just said she's sick. He has a bailella. So I don't know if, um, if, if she's got COVID-19 or if she's just got a cold, but she's out there, you know, working with the people that are sick, you know, in the places dealing with them, coming into contact with people that knowingly have this 
illness. Uh, so it's, it's pretty wild. I'm like, man, they had a little bit on the news about a preacher uh, who died. He was telling his congregation that COVID-19 isn't real. And guess what he died from? COVID-19. So, yeah, it's real. It's real. Uh, even though nobody in your circle may have died, um, if you look at the body count, people are dying. Um, but here's the thing. One of the, uh, the points people were bringing up is, so this guy is a preacher, of course. Religion, okay. Religion is awesome. You know, I got a little, little religion in my life. You know, I got a higher power, all that good stuff, right? But here's the thing. He, he was telling his people it doesn't exist, right? So he's just trying to have church and doing all these things, and then he ends up catching it. Now, there's a lot of ways to look at it. You're like, okay, well, it's just, you know, spin of the barrel that he got sick and died. Or, you know, he was used as a, I'm not going to say now he's like a martyr, but here's the thing. He's, let's just say his congregation was 500 people. He's telling them, yeah, COVID-19 doesn't, doesn't exist. You should come out of your homes and do all this stuff. So he's on a platform. People are listening to him, right? He's got his little, I'm not going to say followers, but he thought he had his followers. And he's sitting here giving them this misinformation. So the big guy in the sky says, um, you know what? Being that you want to um, be talking, you know, reckless out here, because, you know, we, we have eyes to see. We have ears to hear, right? And obviously, he has never cut on a television station or radio broadcast or anything to observe anything about the world that we live in today. So he was giving his people misinformation. So the big guy in the sky said, all right, well, I'm going to save these 500 people in his congregation. So I'm going, I'm going to go ahead and um, take him off his pedestal, knock him off his soapbox, and then everybody can see that it is a real thing. And listen, so in essence, he indirectly helped save the congregation with his stupidity. Not going to say, but seemingly so, if you, if you catch my point. You know what I mean? Because even though his was intent to debunk the whole COVID-19, his death proved that it's real. So, save the congregation. Consolation Prize, right? Consolation Prize, I mean, he had to die to do it. I mean, there was better ways to do it. He could just say, hey, it works. But, you know, man, he really did deliver an impact with that. And here I am telling you guys about it. So, I mean, it's it's crazy because that's what's going on in the world. You got people doing things like this. Also, they had a protest in Michigan, which was just nonsense. Complete nonsense. So, that's just something uh, you can't believe everything is on the internet, but I mean, it happened. It's Michigan. So, the governor up there has some tight, 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 super tight restrictions on how, you know, the state's post conduct itself, whether people can leave town, go to work, hours, curfews, blah, 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 different things like they have different restrictions in each city and country and where, wherever you live. I'm sure they're doing it different than how they're doing it where I live, right? So here's the thing. Now, they said, uh, you know, the people can't leave, can't go see their family. So I guess a couple of people decide they want to get together and they want to protest. So how do they protest? They get in their cars and they rally and they wrap themselves around this, you know, government building. So it's blocking up the traffic. The EMS can't even get through to get people to the hospital. They need to go to the hospital. That's how much of a disturbance they were causing. But here's the, um, the interesting part. So the reporters, you know, they're going up to people. They're, they're interviewing them and saying, well, what's the reason people are protesting and mad? So this lady, 
I'm going to say lady. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be respectable. This lady comes up and then she says uh, that they're coming out for the, um, they want, you know, they want the restrictions loosened so that she's like, people can get to work and, uh, you know, which, which is a, a reasonable concern. And then she says, so that people can get their hair done. So that was like insensitive to all the people that are, that are dying and in, in struggles, you know, because she's sitting there and then she leans her head down and you can see the gray and I guess she goes, gets her roots or something like that touched up. But she's like, yeah, so people can get their hair done. She's thinking that's the reason they need to loosen the restrictions. So what kind of sense does that make? Like, you're willing to risk getting COVID-19 to get a haircut or to get your roots touched up. And the lady wasn't even a looker anyway. So it's like, what's the point? This is this kind of stuff that's going on over here, you know, in, in America. Then they had a lady, um, no, a guy. He's out there. He's talking about, I had, what did he say? He had four heart attacks and a bypass. He's like, and I'm out here walking around. They're trying to say, you know, the sick should stay home and. All these things, but I mean, is that a reason to protest? They had people standing on the back of trucks waving flags and everything like that. But I mean, it's just, this isn't the time for that. You know, there's a way to to be against something, you know, to stand up for yourself. But I mean, then there's other times when you just got to sit down and shut up, you know. It's weird, but um, like I said, it's getting a little, a little congested out here where I'm at because uh, people are definitely believing that it is Saturday. So on that one, I think I'm going to go ahead and cut it off, and uh, I will talk to you in the next one, and everybody stay safe, you know, spend time with your family, do what you got to do, and make sure that you, um, I guess, wash your hands, as they say. And I'm going to say in the words of, um, what's her name, uh, Fernandez Go, when she says, Sidi Blin Doma, that's what I'm going to say. All right, I'll talk to you guys later, and catch you in the next one.